And with that, we are live. Sweet. We did it. Hooray. Hurrah. It's almost December. It's almost Christmas time. True. Almost Christmas. Only 25 days ago. Nice. Yep. Yep. And I'll be up there on Christmas Eve. You busting out your advent yeah. calendars? <laughs> getting no, in the spirit? No. I haven't had an advent calendar in a long time. I want I, my one My dad now. used to get me one every they, year. They make crazy ones now. You can get like Hot Wheels advent calendars or it's just full of Hot Wheels. I once bought a Lego one where you get a tiny little thing you get to put together every morning. That is really cool. Every day. I yeah, like that was a cool that. one. Yeah. Hmm. I should sign up for one. For I mean, you don't really need to sign one. up for one. I think you just yeah, need to what do you mean? go to like a Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what do you mean sign one. up for one? I want one of those sign ones where they send you like a new beer every day or whatever. Oh, one of those IPA ones? Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. those are... I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of like the Cards Against Humanity ones where they'll send you stuff for like a week or like 12 days. Mm-hmm. But usually that just ends up in like some of them getting delayed and then you get like a whole stack of stuff on one day. Which is fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, especially with uh, the way Canada Post is right now. Probably not a very good time for any mailing things. I heard that had ended, though. Uh, Government forced their hand, so I don't know if it's actually over, over, but they're still going to be, like, slow down for a while for that. Sure, yeah. Because my mom wanted to send me some Christmas stuff, um, but she was like, oh, I don't know if I can. Maybe you should just, like, pick some of this stuff up and I'll, you know, PayPal you some money. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Well, how's your guys, how's the week been for you guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> about yeah, that. About that. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's not good. It's been a thing, for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. I- All right. Happy to be at the weekend, basically. Sure. Of course. Of course. I had some fun with streaming this week. It's been a weird week stream. But I also managed to slip on the ice and fucking wreck my back. Oh. So it's been great. Oof. I say yeah. my back, but it's more like my, my butt and tailbone and side. But yeah. <laughs> sure. When sure. did that happen? That would have been Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday night. Just went out just went out to go uh bring the garbage and recycling out. Slept on the ice, fell on the sidewalk. Ugh. Hate it. No longer snowy around here, at least. It cleared up pretty good. Yeah, speaking of cleared up, so I'm obviously back in the Bay. um, Because last episode I was down in in Southern California. Right. The the Bay has clean air again. You can breathe. It is healthy to go outside. Hooray. uh, Because it has been raining uh, nonstop. Well, I wouldn't say nonstop, but a lot. It rains a bit each day, it seems like. Which I don't like rain, but I, I like it more than smoke. Hazardous smoke. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> um, I'll say real quick before we start the show, I went and saw Wreck-It Ralph 2, and that movie's pretty fun. Is it as good as the first one? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that's been the reaction I've heard. But it's still real good. The first one, I just, like, I feel like that movie has so much heart. And actually, the second one has a lot of heart, too. Uh... Yeah, I think I think the first one is is a is a tighter movie. Mm-hmm. But I will say the ending of the of the second one is very good. The way they use like the Disney princesses is very funny and clever. And my favorite character for anyone who has seen it 
is this one guy named J.P. Spamley, who he basically is like the embodiment of uh, like clickbait and like awful ads and just spam on the Internet. And he takes Ralph to like the dark web and stuff. And just that <laughs> character's great. And anything involving J.P. Stanley is awesome. So there's there's my two cents about Record Ralph 2. Cool. <laughs> and uh, with that out of the way, let's do a podcast uh, top down perspective for November 30th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I am John Wheeler. Don't sound too excited there, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still this Paul. Is, this is my name. I haven't changed it yet. <laughs> this is my uh, life. Okay. <laughs> Welcome your... to my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Paul, you got such a bright hat on. You got to be got to be happier than that. Yeah, exactly. That you're the, the yeah. embodiment of an emoji right now. You're wearing yeah. the most color out of any of us right now. The rest of us are just wearing gray or black. Yeah, I can't I'm find wearing my both. Eggs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm the saddest. Uh, <laughs> OK, well, then you can tell us what you've been playing. I first. can. Uh, so this week has been just kind of a gong show of uh, trying to get certain stuff to work. Like, my P- I'm having issues with my PS4, and it's bugging the hell out of me. Um, but I was able, or not able to, I was finally wanted to get around to playing this weird prototype build of Resident Evil 1 on the Game Boy Color. I was that, wondering why you were streaming that out of the blue. Yeah, it's garbage. It is fucking oh, of course. terrible. Of course it is. But Yo, like, Cap, Capcom <laughs> was weird trying to put games on the Game Boy Advance that sh- or the Game Boy Color that shouldn't have been. Because yeah. uh, I'll, I'll talk about this later. I played Dragon's Lair on the Game Boy Color, which was also yeah. Capcom. So like they just kept doing things they shouldn't. Oh, they love Dragon's the Game Lair Boy. is on absolutely everything. I've said this a number of times on the podcast. I own that on just a Blu-ray disc. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's on everything. Which I actually got from the store back in the day. That was for some reason we had re- we had taken one in as a used game, and then I bought it for like five dollars. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good deal for that. Sure. Yeah. Like Paul, tell us about Resident Evil Game Boy. Tell us why this game didn't come out. Uh, I mean, because of the limitations, obviously, of the fucking Game Boy, <laughs> and them trying to put a PlayStation game onto a system that by this time people had already like stop caring about because the new one is coming out (laughs) i will never stop caring about the game boy good sir okay fair enough uh yeah it's i don't i don't know what the hell is going on the problem with it is the build that is out there is like 80 percent done so the last like bit of it is basically the last half of the game has the sprite work hasn't been done and like a lot of the cleanup optimization and animation stuff hasn't been done. So when you kill a zombie, they just kneel down and they just like are gone the next time you enter that room. Just stuff like that where like they would have added in animations for stuff. Um, they also like coded in where items are that you need to progress, but they didn't maybe like do the artwork for them. So there's some spots where it's like, unless you know Resident Evil, like the back of your hand, you just can't play this anymore. But like, I know that this item is in this corner that isn't indicating anything. So I'm going to go to that corner and hit the button until it picks it up. Yep. There it is. Let's keep going. Like it's fucking terrible. It's actually unplayable at a point. And, uh, 
I did finish it, except there's no ending. You're just stuck in the final room forever because there's no helicopter to pick you up. The mansion doesn't explode and you cannot go back down into from the heliport pad. You were just stuck there forever. So but just because the game is not finished, there is no coded ending. Yeah, that's just the last room with no trigger to finish it. But um, okay, it's kind of impressive how much they were able to do on that system like it's garbage and it took fans to have the file put it out in a way that you could actually play it and like have certain things work like there are some parts where it's just oh they actually never coded this so we're just gonna make it so you don't need this key to get through this door because there's no possible way we can put it in and just like shit like that but it's kind of a neat little like archaeological dig through a thing that was just terrible i there's a part where uh you have rebecca as chris to like play the piano and the piano room perspective has chris being huge and rebecca being like on a different name of our new podcast chris being rebecca is huge no (laughs) piano room perspective piano room perspective yeah and um she he is like in an a top down perspective <laughs> like actually and that's the actual name of our podcast because yes because the camera angle is like from the top down and then when she comes oh, in okay. her sprite is just there at like a side perspective so there's like this weird wonky three point perspective going on that doesn't make sense in that room there's just like issues like that or like zombies coming through walls because they spawned there or zombies not being able to chase you through different camera transitions because they weren't coded to. So like you walk into where a camera transition happens and there's just a zombie in your face right away that you can't like get by easily because he can't, you can't lure him anywhere. He's just there and you either have to take damage or like try to get around him. Just shit like that. But yeah, there's not a whole lot more to talk about there. I also played the, like, there was a Resident Evil 2 prototype for the Game Boy Advance that they did as well, which is basically just the very beginning, like, Streets of Raccoon City up until the, not even the bus, up until the basketball court after Kendo's shop, and that's, like, it. But, it like, it was just a proof of concept that they might be doing that, and they never finished it. And that, like, was going to suffer from the same stuff, obviously. Like, that beginning three minutes of gameplay is fucking terrible on that, too. So I think that's around the time that they decided, maybe we should knock this out (laughs) until we can do, like, an actual port. But, uh, yeah. Are there any good handheld Resident Evils? Uh, Uh, Resident Evil Deadly Silence is probably the best way to play that game. The original one. On the DS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, and depending on who you are, Resident Evil Guidance okay. That I also depends like on, it. That also depends on who you ask. It's because it's this weird, almost tactics game. Like it's stupid. It's so bad, but it's neat. It's a neat idea. They tried. They tried. Oh yeah, and then right. on the Switch, you have Resident Evil Res- Revelations one and two, and yeah. So yeah, there's plenty now that systems have caught up. Sure. Well, I mean, I guess I wasn't really including the Switch or or right. like anything that's that's kind of like uh, you know a console handheld. I was thinking like pure handheld. Like there are limitations sure. here. 
Yeah, probably DS then. Resident Evil Deadly Silence or DS for the DS. So, uh, Besides like Payday 2, which I don't really have anything new to say about that, that's all I've been playing. Okay. Uh, John, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, I, I saw you were playing with Rob. Do you want to talk about Rob at all? All right, I can talk about that. So, when's, like I said, this week's streams were a little weird. Uh, Monday, we did game clearing. And Wednesday, I did a... Oh, oh yeah. What's your goal for this year again? 64 games. Uh, so, that's coming up. What are you at? 63. Oh, okay. So, we started games... <laughs> we started games 64 and 65 on, on Monday. We'll talk about that and then I'll move over to Rob. Uh, so, I started playing Quest 64. Because it was okay, a game I had, okay. I, it was a game I had played as a kid, and I knew it was not the best game. So I was like, "All right, I would like to at least see the end of this." Mm-hmm. So I started playing it on stream, and then uh, that game is notorious for having a system where everything you do builds up like your stats, including walking. So like you have to take hits to gain health, you have to take hits to gain defense. Walking builds up your agility, so you can move more in battles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, we played the game for about forty minutes. I got the game into a loop where I was walking in circles to build up my agility, and then I just faked everyone out and switched over to Bomberman 64 instead. <laughs> okay. So Bomberman 64 was what we were working on, uh, <clears throat> which is a 3D platformer, well, quote-unquote platformer for Bomberman. Uh, mm-hmm. It is weird to get used to. It is fun, but it's also very difficult. But that also is partly because I'm playing it on hard, like an idiot. The bosses <laughs> in that right. game are awful. Those are some of the worst bosses in games I've seen in a while. Okay. Mainly because like the camera is just absolute trash on some of them, so you can't tell what's going on half the time. <laughs> and then sure. and then other times the bosses are just so overwhelming that you just can't figure out what to do to avoid their attacks. And you can't switch back down to normal? Nope, not without restarting. Sure. The it's o- an old game, I can see that. The other problem is, and this is probably the real issue... To get to the real ending of the game and get the last world, you have to get these golden cards. There are five per stage. Each world out of five has about four stages. Um, there's a normal stage, a mini boss fight, a normal stage, and then the final boss for each world. Uh, each each stage has specific requirements, so you have to get kill 30 enemies in a normal stage. You have to beat the stage under a specific time limit, and then you have to get... Uh, three random cards that are hidden around the stage. An enemy could be holding them, a block could be holding them, just a bunch of stuff like that. So you have to find them. You don't need to get them all in one loop, thank God, but uh, you do have to get them, period, if you want to get the last world. The bosses, on the other hand, are a bit bit different uh, because they have specific requirements and you also have to beat them under a time limit. Mini bosses are okay. usually hit them on the head and you they drop a card or just make them take damage and then beat them under the time limit. Actual bosses are like, oh, hit this, blow up this thing's wings separately, and then its tail, and then its head, and then kill it. So it's just like a lot of weird, strict requirements that just kind of make boss fights a pain in the ass. Did you beat it? No. uh, Bomberman, we got to the end of World 3, and then we went back to Quest 64 for a while. And Quest 64, we were very early in. We only made it to like the second town. And these mm. these are the these are the games sixty four and sixty five. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So we're gonna be going back to those every Monday until we're until they're both done and the year's over. And then I'm gonna come nice. up with a new plan for next year. For game ninety nine. No, I think what I'm gonna do for game clearing the next, next year would be sixty nine, right? There you yeah. go. Perfect. 
No, what I'm probably going to do for game clearing next year is uh, I'm probably going to do A to Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be like, any system. You'll do do like 24 games? So I'll do 26. Did you forget how many letters are in the alphabet? Yes. (laughs) You didn't didn't need to mention that, but like, here we are. (laughs) Or maybe I'm just like a, I'm a, I'm a 24 truther and I don't believe in two of the letters. A truther. (laughs) Fuck Q and X. Yeah, I mean, we don't need K. We have C, and <laughs> we could probably get we could probably get rid of Q as well. Honestly, yeah, agreed. Yeah, those I th- both of those are pretty like unnecessary. Yeah, <clears throat> you can also get rid like X. Yeah, just change that to E C K for every word. Mm. Not needed. Yeah, Y sure. you can make with like I don't know, probably some I E stuff. I'm trying to streamline our alphabet. Here. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yep. Your time in Silicon Valley <laughs> is treating you well. Yep. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so that's the plan that's for next year. Ideas. That's the plan for next year. Uh, Wednesday, we did a weird controller stream. So I found like all these weird controllers I had, including Rob the Robot. Uh, what else did we do? I have a hand-sized DDR controller that I put down on a table and just kind of like danced on it with my hand instead. Uh, That's weird. It is Who weird. Who made that? Why would anyone want that? I don't know, but it exists. You, it, well, you're, you can hold sure. it and like play it like this, but like it's still a DDR pad. It's really weird. What does it plug oh. into? It, just the PS1 port. Okay. And, all right. It, like you can use your Did- PS1 or PS2 games. I want to. I want to recommend a weird controller. All right. You should play... Uh, one of those DS Guitar Hero games where I, they had like the the dude, finger. Everyone wants thing. me to do that, and I can't oh, because okay. the, my DS does not have, uh, or sorry, my 3DS that has the capture unit doesn't have a Game Boy Advance port. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's All like, right. You need the. GBA I was just port. trying to think of a weird one. Yeah, but you're right. That's you that's a good idea. I just wish I could do it. They came out with two of those, I believe. Three. Band Hero also got a port. Amazing. That's weird. I know it's super strange. How did ba- how did Band Hero work? Was it still the same, same thing. controller? Yeah. Like, how do you play the drums? Just they put it on a, a like, I don't know. Okay, they made <laughs> it a guitar, I guess. I guess. <clears throat> uh, trying to think of what else. I wrote it all down and I forgot it all. Oh, no, I, I got the list still. Uh, we played this weird PS2 game called Yanya Cabalista City Skater. Which is a skateboarding sure. game where they give you a little toy fingerboard. I don't know if you remember those, like the tech oh, decks. Yeah. Yep. Oh, of course. But you, but yeah. you, but it attaches to the top of the PS2's control sticks. Okay, that. I'd and never. then you okay. hold the controller sideways, <laughs> and then you like move forward on the sticks to do your tricks. It's really bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's really bad, especially when you have to do twist moves, and you twist so hard that the the stick falls off. <laughs> or the, the skateboard falls off, so then it doesn't actually work anymore. What the hell? Right. That's super weird. Yeah. Is there any, like, lift at all? Like, how do you do, like, an ollie? Uh, you don't. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> like, you have. In an ollie, it requires, you know, half the board. It requires the board to be tilted in, in, in some way. So all, how, ollie how would requires you go up? clicking back on the thumbstick. Yeah on, yeah, on the left thumbstick. Oh, hitting like L3. Okay, I guess yeah. that would actually make it into a slight angle. Okay. Yeah. But you have to do it on ramps, otherwise it doesn't quite count. <clears throat> I mean, it, it works if you do it off ramp, but it's not as good. 
you don't get as much air, so you can do your sick tricks, bro. Okay, all right. What does Tony Hawk have to think about, say about that? Um, That's what I want to know. They're probably better. Tony Hawk Shred's probably better, honestly, and Ride. Yep. I'm sad. We had actually planned to do Tony Hawk Shred, and uh, okay. the connectors, the battery connectors on the skateboard corroded. Oh, damn. Oh, great. Can't use that it. sucks. Can't use it. Uh, but we did the next best thing right after that, which was babysitting mama. So we got to play that okay. the giant baby. Sure. Okay. That game mm-hmm. that game is weird, but like yeah. good. Okay. Cool. If you okay. if you've right. if you've played Cooking Mama, it's just that, but for babies. So you cook the babies and you make sure you put the right seasoning in and mm-hmm. sure. No, yep. like it's <laughs> it's like it's literally the cooking mama character, and she's like, All right, we're gonna babysit some random babies. And you have to do like you have to like burp the baby, like rock the baby to put it to sleep, feed it, and change. Was this the on the Wii? This is on the Wii. Yeah, so you put the Wii mode in like a stuffed animal, uh, a stuffed baby, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's what right. I thought. This that, that reminds me of that one mini game in One Two Switch. It's actually the worst one, and I know, like, how do you pick one worst game know, that's in One Two Switch? <laughs> but the worst one is, I think it's just called Baby. You can't play it in a party setting. It's not multiplayer. It's the only one that isn't multiplayer, which that should also tell you something. So if you're playing One Two Switch by yourself, you can play Baby. And you have to just like cradle the switch and rock it and not too hard because you don't want to like upset the the theoretical baby that is in your switch. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. But like, uh, is, there a, is there a good game, a good video game that focuses entirely on on babies? No. I almost went Rugrats, but then I don't think there's a good Rugrats game either. Those are probably the best of the of the choices, which is sad. Oh, maybe they I, made imagine a game about party like, babies. What about that? I you know I haven't played them. I don't know. Yo, I was gonna say maybe they made a game verse off that cartoon Super Diaper Babies. Someone in the chat said um, Yoshi's Island. I guess that's okay. that's probably the closest. Honestly, I guess you're not playing as. I guess in none of the games you're playing as the baby. I mean, you do at certain points. In what? In Yoshi's Island. In Yoshi's Island? Oh, do you? There's literally a power-up where you're only controlling baby Mario. Okay, I guess. Not in the Yoshi's Island games that I've played, I guess. Um, all right. Yoshi's Island, I guess that's a, that's the winner, sure. Uh, other than that, we played Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, nice. so, uh, Sean, you're super familiar with this because like, you grew up with it, too. But uh, this is yeah. A, I haven't played it in years, yeah. so don't ask me something real specific. No, no I'm not going to do that. So it's a tilt-controlled base game for the Game Boy Color, where you had to uh, like flick your Game Boy and like tilt it around to roll Kirby around a board. Yeah, flick him over jumps and gaps and stuff. Problem is, yeah. if you want to if you want to screen capture that, uh, you can't use a Game Boy Color or anything like that. You have to use the Game Boy Player on the GameCube. So what we did was we put the game oh, into God. we put the game into a GameCube. Removed the disc from the GameCube and then started shaking the GameCube to tilt it, and it works. Wow. That's insane. I had never thought about that. That's crazy. That it is. is. It is good weight training because I forgot how heavy a GameCube can feel after you've been doing this. But that's for why the handle's there, right? I mean, they were forward thinking. A little bit. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was holding it sideways so I could do this. Here's The other problem is you still need to press A every now and then on the, on the game. <laughs> 
Yeah. So you also need a controller. Yes, you have to do this and hold a controller at the same time. I I put it on webcam for like Wednesday stream. It's literally just me doing this. It's it's awful. Sure. (laughs) That's absurd. You should have like duct taped a controller (laughs) to the top of the game. Apparently, what the speedrunner does is they just use a DDR Mario pad and just step on like the button for sure. Yeah. Oh, which makes way more sense. If you're a pussy, I guess. Or you could duct tape a GameCube controller to the top of your GameCube. You know what? I'm going to shot on this one, actually. <laughs> Come at us, GDQ wow. runner. Wow. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Anyways, yeah. So that's a good workout regimen if you want to work out your wrists and your hands. Yeah, sure. no kidding. Uh, that was all we did for the weird controller screen stream. I have a couple other ones planned for in the future, but, uh, we did those and then we did, I mean, that's all we did on stream. Cause this tomorrow we're doing lethal league blaze and Jackbox five for, for sub night. But I like Jackbox five. Yeah. It's actually got yep. really good games in it. I think yep. I'm trying to think for the most part, there's one game that I never, no one wanted to play with. It's like the one that apparently is only good for local. One of the games, I forget what it's called, but it's literally just like it's an actual mini game. Like it's not a creative thing in any way yeah. or a trivia thing in any way. And it sucks. That's the one. That's the name of it. Yeah. It's like that's Death Ball or it, something it, like that. Yeah, it is super lame. That one. Um, the rest are fine. I love that You Don't Know Jack is back, mm-hmm. but it's actually I don't think it's a great version of You Don't Know Jack. Um. So I have mixed feelings on that part. I don't. I think. I think it's. I think it's fine. I like what they did with the screws. I think what they did for the screws this time around was really funny. I don't because they're like not. They don't make it hard. They're they're funny for sure, but it's like a lot. They're so easy to ignore when you get screwed. Well, did did you get did you get the license and agreement one? Uh, yes, yes, and that actually that one changes based on like how how well you're doing in games. So I remember when it was done against me, I was like in last place. Mm. So my license was really short. Oh, okay. Um, That's kind of uh, cool. But other people's had super long ones and whatnot. Um, I guess what we should like, explain, because no one knows what we're talking about. Uh, the screws originally would cut the time down you had to answer to like five seconds. The screws this time, they do something weird to your phone. Um, which can do stuff like flip the answers upside down or take the vowels out. Like both of the ones I just mentioned, easy to ignore. You can still answer pretty easily. You can also just also look at the screen and it looks normal on the TV screen. Uh, The one John just mentioned, the license and agreement one, it gives you this extremely long EULA, I guess depending on how well you're doing in the rankings, you have to like scroll through and get to like the accept button before you get back to your answers. So yeah, I'll agree with you that some of them are funny, but I just... A lot of them are easy to ignore. Mm. Was my issue. That's fair. Uh, I like the uh, the drawing one. The summer round's pretty good too. Uh, the one where you make like an i like you have an idea and you invent something. Yeah, yeah, that one's very good. I also really like the rap. The rap battle uh, one's pretty good, one. but some of those prompts they give you are real stupid. Yeah, they're so hard to work with sometimes. Some of them. Yeah. And what's what's the other one? There's five. Uh, split, oh, split the, the room. room. Split the room. Oh, which yeah. I also like split the room. Yeah. Uh, I think it has a good um I like the aesthetics, like this fun Twilight Zone thing. And it's all it's basically just create a would you rather. Uh, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We we were 50-50 on that one, but we like the other three that we Then played. it's doing exactly as intended, exactly. right? I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> There's the meta. Touche. Uh other than that, the only other thing I've been playing, I've been playing this mobile game called Sega Heroes. 
So this is a okay. this I think is a, I've heard of this. Yeah, so this is a match three RPG done by the guys apparently who did like Marvel heroes and stuff like that. It's all Sega character themed. So you're going through like a story mode, fighting a villain, trying to f- uh, get all these characters back to their home world. But they, they you get sent characters from all these different Sega games. Like uh, this is like eight Sonic the Hedgehog characters. There's characters from Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, Jet Set Radio, Fantasy Star. And like it's like a match RPG where you level up your characters. Uh, they have super moves and stuff like that. You have to like build the best team based on the color that they give you. There's four different colors for characters. Red, blue, uh, yellow, and green. And then is this free to play? Yes. How bad is the free to play? It's pretty rough at times. Uh, I've I've managed to play through without spending any money, but uh, they there's a power creep in that game pretty hard at times. They sure. they really want you to. I've been lucky that apparently when I started playing, they also started being a bit more generous with characters. Like today, they gave us four characters if you didn't have them already. Cool. But uh yeah, no, it's it's interesting. They they keep adding things. Whenever you level up, there's like a couple new modes you can do and it looks like they're still working on it pretty hard. Apparently every month they're adding new characters. So in the next week or two, we're gonna see who the next set of characters are. Alright. It's it's okay. Cool. It's frustrating at times because some of the characters that enemies you fight are just frustrating. They literally have an enemy whose skill is eh, it just has a high chance of evading. That's it. You don't know how high a chance. Cool. You just know that they can just evade. Cool. Great. Yeah. So, like, I, I've definitely, like, been pulling out my hair on some of them. Because I'm just like, this should work. I just did, like, a 20-hit combo and maybe three hits landed. And right. And just stuff like that. But uh, And is there, an, is there a way you could have, like, paid to make that fight easier? Nope. Oh, really? Because I thought that's what they would probably do. No, like, the pay, power the, you up the, or something. the pay to win you can do is like you can get stronger characters or you can make your characters stronger. But like a, an enemy having like X amount of chance to evade is is standard no matter what. OK, so I guess for that specific one, yeah. you couldn't beat it. But get, being able to make your character stronger w- is would definitely help. Yeah. In like every you, other you, Yeah, like you would kill it in less hits, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it, but at times I'm just like, they, I hope they still balance this. And it seems like they are. They've, they've been balancing some things for better for worse. So it's all right. Okay. If you like Sega would characters, you pay, check it out. How mu- here's a good question. How much would you pay uh, for it to remove all of the free-to-play stuff and just be like a, like a regular uh, game? I don't know. Would you have paid three bucks? Yeah. Okay. I feel like because a lot of games will have that, like they'll take out all the ads and everything for like a dollar or two. Yeah, like there's no ads uh, in this thing. It's literally like buy gems. G- yeah, yeah, sure. Gems lets you yep. buy other characters, etc. Yeah, I just wish more free to play games had that option. And I understand why they wouldn't want that because they could get so much more out of you by having you continuously pay a little bit. Yeah. Um, but th- there's definitely games where I'll be like, I'd give them five bucks if I just did not have to ever put up with this bullshit again. No, I don't blame yeah. me on that. Yeah. Especially when there's like a like timers. Is there timers like you can't play for two hours or something? Oh yeah, there's a stamina meter. Great. Yeah, and the stat stuff the specifically. Stamina meter is real bad in this one. You get one piece of stamina every ten minutes, and it takes minimum ten pieces of stamina to actually do a stage. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I got <laughs> spoiled by Record Keeper back when I played it because Record Keeper was a lot more generous with stamina. Sure. Well, some games do free to play better than others. Yeah. The one yeah. good thing about this game is that they give you uh, four or eight free chests a day. 
and the free chests have stamina boost inside of them. But like, it's still like you have the loot stages to get pieces to level up your characters, and even then, it takes a lot of pieces and it takes stamina to do the looting, same as it would be just to play a stage. So, right. Like I said, it's got. Did you guys ever issues. get? Did you guys ever get Dragalia lost up there for reals? Uh, I don't know. I I thought I've seen Canadians playing it. Let me check. I was just gonna say that I actually didn't run into too. They have stamina meters in that, but I didn't run into them too much. However, I was only really playing for like maybe 30 minutes at a time on like the train. Um, so it, I guess maybe that could... it still isn't up here. Yeah, it's That's not. so weird. That is such a long the, split because didn't that come out in like that's been out for like two months. Was it August? Yeah, two August, months September. at least. I think it was September ish. Yeah, something like I, that. I can get the Dragalia Lost Guide app yeah. that someone wrote. Sure. Oh, I'm sure you can also get a knockoff that's somewhere on your Android store. Probably. And you can probably get 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. the first thing that came up and was Fire Emblem Heroes. But yeah, yeah okay. no, Dragalia itself is not on the Canadian uh, Play Store yet. Weird. All right, have you played anything else? That's it for me. Well, so All there right. is one more thing, but we'll be talking about that after the podcast. Sure, yes, of course. <laughs> um... I'm going to start with Drop Mix. So I picked up Drop Mix because uh, it it dropped again to 30 bucks on Cyber Monday. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's the price I've been waiting for. Let's do it. Let's play some Drop Mix. I also picked up a bunch of card packs. Um, so I got uh, two, two or th- wait, two, maybe three. No, two. Like I got two playlist packs and two discovery packs. Um, First off, I'll say getting the cards out of the packaging is oh, an absolute nightmare. Oh my god! Yes, it is oh the my worst. God. Oh my god! They're <laughs> so these cards, covered in tape. That yeah, they are so covered in tape, and they're covered like through like two layers of cardboard plus like the plastic around it. It's insane. Um, so not only does it take a while to get in there, but when you do get in there, your hands are all sticky from all this tape that you didn't even realize you were touching tape at one point. Um. And then the cards, they're not like, they're not very sturdy. Like, they don't feel like a trading card game card where they're like a little, you know, that, there's that shine to it. They have like that special, this, they just feel like really cheap cardboard. And they look like really cheap cardboard because when you stack them up, they do not sit very flat. They'll be kind of well, bent. There's a reason you just tackled your way into this box. <laughs> I say the other reason for that is they've got uh, AR chips inside, so they can't actually lay flat. Uh, I don't. I, I some of them lay flat. No, like no? no. They've they've got chips sticking out that just make it so if you stack them, they kind of feel a little off balance. Okay. All right. Anyway, they're weird cards, so you got to be like a little delicate when you are, you know, cramming your way into getting these cards out. Um, and then anything. Anyway, the uh, the really exciting thing I was talking to John about this is, um, he explained to me that it's impossible to get duplicates unless you try to get duplicates because if you as long as you buy different stuff. You won't get any duplicates. The There's the booster packs, but they're set up so that you'll know what is in each booster pack. So unless right. you're trying to get duplicates, you won't get duplicates. Um, on Cyber Monday, Amazon was selling Discovery Pack 1 and 2 for like half price or whatever whatever the deal was. Um, which means they would send you one of each of the booster packs for that, that set. So you should be able to get all of Series 1. Um, no duplicates because there's, you know, six different card packs in series one somehow the amazon person i got sent me two of the same one and not one that i needed so i have duplicates and i'm missing cards 
which is a huge bummer. And it's like, I don't even know how to like. So, yeah. So, John, I was talking to you and I confirmed I do have five cards that are the same. I am missing <sighs> this one specific pack. Great. Um, and it's like, who, who do I even talk to about this? Because I'm going to con- do I contact Amazon and be like, OK, listen, I need to explain to you what draw mix is. <laughs> you probably barely know what Xbox is, but just hear me out. Yeah, there's these cards, but there's like six packs, but they're different. So I need you to send me the one that has the red squiggle on the front. <laughs> oh, man, Because that's like the they're, they're not numbered or anything either. It's just like this has this picture. So I know what's in this one. Yeah. So at the moment, I just said, like, send me a whole like a replacement for this pack, this series of packs, all, like Discovery One. And what I plan to do is just rip my way into the one I need. I'm going to put my duplicates back in that and then I'm just going to ship them all back. And then I doubt anyone's going to care because this is a five dollar investment. But that's the other thing. I can't even make it easy on myself. I can't go to a store and buy these because no one holds drop mix anymore. And I can't buy things from Amazon because if you try to buy a specific booster pack, it straight up says cards may vary and you can't pick like, oh, I need the red squiggle one. It's I'm I'm getting one of the discovery, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully it's the right one. And not and I'm not just gonna keep ordering it and sending them back until the red squiggle one shows up. I'm not made of money and time. <laughs> so anyway, that's supposed to show up tomorrow, and then I'll finally have my cards. But anyway, Dropmix is still fun. John, I don't know if you knew this. They did an update in the summer and there's a puzzle mode, single player mode now. Yeah, I have heard about that. I forget what it's actually called. It's called puzzle mode. Uh, no, it is it just, I thought it had like a like a, a fancy name. On on the main menu, when it says like you know party and stuff, it just says puzzle on oh. player. Okay. Because um, I was reading the, I was watching the tutorial for it yesterday, so I plan to try that out. Cool. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that someone is still working on drop mix. There's one person at Harmonix who really likes drop mix and is, is keeping it going. Um, so that's that's good to hear. That's a fun game. That's a that's a silly fun game. I wish it had done better. It deserves better, in my opinion. I mean, that's the thing. same thing you can say for pretty much anything Harmonix has made. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Um, I've also been playing a whole bunch of Moonlighter on my Switch. And that game is just so good and so well designed. Like, there's so many things that, you know, you, they'll, they'll add in as you progress. And then kind of the way they they teach you this stuff is is really uh well implemented for example like i wasn't using the wish list system for a while and then i started like oh i'm gonna see what happens when i do wish list like an item and then when i get like the components i need to craft a new spear they'll be like starred and it's like oh this is like it is so well presented um <clears throat> one thing that i do wish was presented a little bit better is when you get quests from uh customers I wish those would all those items would also be like starred or pointed out so I don't accidentally sell them because I have to keep going back and be like, OK, wait, which did they want again? And and I wish they even told me, like, how many of them I currently have, because you can you can like someone will come up to your counter and be like, hey, can you get me four seed buds or whatever? It's like, yeah, sure. I have. And you have like three days to do that. <clears throat> and as you go to any kind of like building or, or crafting sp- spot, anything that you have back at your house in a chest is kind of also in your inventory. You don't need to like carry it to the person, which is great. Um, But there's no way for me to like cross-reference. Do I have enough of what you're asking for? I can't even go back to the quest. I literally need to like search around my chests and be like, okay, wait, I have a one seed bud there. I'm carrying one. And oh, actually there was two in this other chest. So I guess I do have four. 
Or I could have just talked to her when she returned and hoped I had enough. That part's kind of a bummer. And it's it's weird because they do so much so much good information for the rest of the game. That that is a weird that's why this one's sticking out so much. Weird oversight, yeah. Yeah. Apart from that though, I'm loving it. I hate the people who steal from me. Like, man, yeah. get get out of my shop, dude. You're the worst. And every time one of them comes in, I'm like, oh, here's that dude with the axe. I'm gonna I'm just gonna follow you around my store. And I wish you could tackle them beforehand, but I also just love the idea that the only way to stop them from stealing from you is once they pick something up, you have to tackle them. And that's yeah. funny. Um, so yeah, I'm in the second dungeon. Um, game's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I can't, I, re- I really recommend Moonlighter. <clears throat> and the last thing I've been playing this week is I went through the first DLC pack for Destiny 2. Yep. Because I picked up like all three DLCs um, during Black Friday. So I went through Curse of Osiris, uh, and that's fine. Um, Des- I still like Destiny. I, I, you know, I equipped the new loot. The numbers go up. I shoot the robots. The numbers go up, and it's like Destiny has basically turned into just like a comfort game for me, where it's just sure. like I'm gonna get a cool new gun, and then I'm gonna get another cool new gun, and I'm just gonna keep doing this. And there's gonna be robots all everywhere. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed the final boss of that pack. Uh, I think Curse of Osiris is all about like replaying it and kind of grinding through this procedurally generated area yeah. called uh, the Infinite Forest, um, which that's actually kind of a bummer in my opinion, because uh, a lot of the level of the missions just send you back to the Infinite Forest and the Infinite Forest does change in how it's laid out, but it all kind of looks the same. Um, so it does get repetitive. And as someone who has no interest in grinding Destiny whatsoever, uh, I doubt I'll ever go back to the Infinite Forest, so it's kind of not really for me uh, in what it's trying to do. But I could definitely see that being uh, appealing for you know people that like they play Destiny every week. It's like I'm just going to group up and we're going to go to the Infinite Forest and we're going to see a new area, or we're going to like play through a, like a new layout of an area, I guess. Uh, but yeah, and after this, I'm going to go play uh, Warmind. I think is the next one. I think Warmind is the next one, and then it's Forsaken. Also, I just remembered another game, and it's actually probably like the best one I played this week. I can't believe I forgot about it. I've been playing Astrobot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the PlayStation VR game based on Astrobot, and you're like, hey, who's Astrobot? And it's like he was the little robot that would f- f- you know, fly and hover around when you would boot up uh, PlayStation VR, the Playroom app, and then people were just streaming themselves having sex right uh, yeah so he was the robot that would just hang out while these two people were doing it um he has his own game now uh, a <laughs> lot less sex in fact there's no sex in astrobot <laughs> um but astrobot is very good like i i i want to say like it's shockingly good but i was hearing so much hyperbole for this game beforehand so many people were like praising this game uh i kind of knew what to expect but like astrobot is such a fun time i it's it's very reminiscent of like Mario 3D Land and 3D World in which perspective is is very key. You can't move the camera in any way. Um, and then they play on like, you know, putting your character in a weird spot and, and playing with how the perspective is set up and what. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So I was definitely getting a lot of vibes from that way. There's a lot of like, hey, when you start a level, you got to like turn around 180 degrees because there's probably something hidden behind you. Uh, every time Astrobot comes running past you, he'll like wave to you. Um, 
like it is just like so cute and charming you're instead of like finding like big coins like in mario games you're finding like other astrobots the whole game is you're like tracking down all your astrobot friends and the way you find them when you come across you'll hear them like little crying out like help me help me and then you got to get your way over there then you literally need to like kick them so that they fly into your actual controller and then they'll just start like dancing and they have a dance party in your controller and every time you get one more astrobot they'll like join in and now you got two guys and they'll be like whoa yeah (laughs) we're in the controller now um they do a lot of really there's a lot of like gimmicky stuff um and i and i kind of i don't want to actually call it gimmicky i say it's gimmicky because it's like these are the things you can do with VR. Like they're going to make you move your head forward. So you smash a block with your head. Stuff right. like that. Okay. Um, which sounds like a gimmick, but this game does them in like such like non obtrusive and like actually like joyful ways that at no point I'm like, oh, here we go again. I've got to dodge the guy shooting stuff at my face. Like it's actually kind of cool when you're like traversing around and like what is essentially a bullet bill hits your face and your screen cracks and it's like oh that's actually kind of that's kind of interesting and then the crack just like goes away because this is a game for like all ages like it's very it's pretty it's very easy yeah um it gets hard when you want to like collect everything which is what i like it's kind of has the mario thing anyone of all ages can get through a mario level but unless you're going for those big coins you're not getting the real challenge and stuff like that Um, so yeah, and it, and it, it does a really good job of just like, we're going to pull the wall away at this point. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of like really big creatures right in your face. And like, I think every level so far, I've literally said like, wow, to myself, there has been something that I've been like, that was awesome. This is cool. Like there's an, uh, there's a really great underwater level where there's just like robot dolphins swimming all around you. There's a cool like world one three is like this underground mine level and there's just dancing mushrooms everywhere. And the ending of that's really good. The music's really awesome. Astrobot is a super fun time and it's a shame that like no one will play this game. Yeah, very few people like, like absolutely no one. So if you're a very if but the nice thing is on Black Friday, they, they had the PlayStation VR bundles down to 200 with a pack in for Astrobot and Moss which that's that's a like a banging combo right there. Those are like the only two VR games that I like. Those are the two top two, I should say. There are other VR games I like. Those are the top two. That's a great uh, pack right there. Would you say Astrobot um, is the killer app for VR for PSVR? I don't want to say like you should get a PlayStation VR for Astrobot. Okay. But I would say if you have PlayStation yes. VR, yeah. you need Astrobot. It's not a seller like, though for VR by itself. Well, VR is just way too expensive. Yeah. Like there's almost there's basically nothing that there's there's no console where I'd say this is worth spending two three hundred dollars on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. I'm not gonna say buy it buy a Switch just to play <laughs> one or two games. Right. That's absurd. But like Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, if you have a Switch, how do you not have those two games? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I got Breath of the Wild on Wii U. That's why. I mean, that makes sense. Well, that's, at least that, there. that's a technicality. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, a technicality. I know. You, you're still cheating, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Um. Yeah, like it is. Yeah, again, it's just a shame how few people will play this. Also, because it's like. It's not a known IP. It seems like almost like childish. Even people with PlayStation VRs are probably going to pass this over. And it's like that is such like a missed thing. 
this is such like a great kind of like Mario-esque platformer. Like it is up there with Mario games. Hmm. 3D Mario platformers in my way. Um, and it's actually really great for uh, like people that aren't super in great with uh, video games. Uh, my girlfriend's not, never really good uh, with controlling the right uh, the right stick, the camera on the sure, right stick. Yeah. Just from she doesn't she doesn't have that like muscle memory, that 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 visual spatial awareness that we've like built up from, you know, our whole lives playing games. Sure. This locks your camera to your head. So that's just now it's easy. All you got to move is Astrobot and then it'll just move you forward when you like go far away enough. So that that solves that. So that's really great. Cool. <clears throat> One complaint that I will say is it, there's the, there's an encouragement for you to collect all these Astrobots and, and all the coins and stuff and see everything. Uh, there is like a weird gating of when you ma- make it far enough in a level, it'll kind of move your view forward and then you can't go back. Oh, OK. Um, so. There's definitely been times where I was like, man, I, I know I'm missing somebody, but these levels are kind of like constantly pushing you forward a little bit. Not like Mario style scrolling levels, but there's just like as you move forward, you will not be able to return, which is a bit of a bummer. But each stage takes maybe 10 minutes the first time through, maybe 15 if you're like really exploring. So it's easy enough to just like play it again. Sure. So. Yeah. Uh, again, that was Astrobot. Uh, that's all I've been playing. Okay. Let's do some news. Okay. Uh, all right. You guys remember Elder Scrolls Blades? Yep. Yeah. That was the mobile game that was supposed to come out this year. It's being delayed to early 2019. Okay. Probably for the best. I mean, if they need more time, sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, know anyone. Well, everyone's freaked out about game. 76. So kind of like, I feel like they need to make sure this one's ready. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, sure. I was looking forward to it. I'm curious how it runs. And now that I got my new iPhone, it should run amazing on this thing. Um, but I am always for games. You know, if you need the delay, take the delay. I don't I don't need the game right now. I got plenty of other stuff I need to play. Totally. Uh, got some new games coming to Game Pass that I'm definitely excited about. We got Strange Brigade. Yes. Which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gardens Between, which I played on the Switch back in the summer. That's a that's a fun puzzle game. And uh, Mutant Zero, sorry, Mutant Year Zero. Yeah. Which I don't know. That's the one I'm looking forward to. That's a tactics game like an XCOM, for example. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Game Pass, man. I feel like, and I'm actually, uh, to go along with what I was just about to say, let's let's read the games with gold. Okay. Uh, This month it is Cube 2. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's Never Alone, which is that like, um, uh, Inuit uh, Polar North. Oh, that one. Okay. Yes. That was on PlayStation Plus like three or four years ago. Yep. Uh, Dragon Age 2, the 360. And then the very first Xbox original game to hit gold is Mercenaries. Okay. Wow. uh, Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I think Game Pass is where they're getting all their like best games now. And gold is suffering. Yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah, um, which is weird because and I guess that 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 would be the way to do it from like a sales perspective because you're still going to get gold to play online. Yeah. So then they got to make Game Pass more enticing. Um, They're going to combine these two in the next gen, right? They have to. I'm sure. Doesn't that just seem like a slam dunk? Like yeah. combine them into one thing. Yep. Do you think they keep gold as the name or do you think they'd keep Game Pass as the name? Hmm. 
probably I would think Game Pass because the pass works with like the online features as well. Like you're you're ha- you have a pass to like the internet or like to the n- networking think, thing. It, that's true. I, I I I think I'm with you. But Gold has just been here since like the 360. For marketing, it's been here since the original Xbox. True. Yeah. But yeah, like they gotta be combining those at some point, right? That, I hope that just so. Makes too much sense. I had issues last month because I wanted to. I don't remember what game it was. I, oh, it was actually Forza. It was a couple of months ago. I was getting my Game Pass set up, but I didn't have gold anymore. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I hate that. This is two different things. <laughs> like, why? Sure. Just give me one thing to click on and put my card number in. Good Lord. Even if the even if the price works out, you're not getting any kind of deal. But just let like let me deal with one number as opposed to two. Yeah, because it's like, n- yeah. no, you have Game Pass, but you still can't play. Why? Because you don't have gold. So you can't like log into our thing. <sighs> OK, here we go. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're totally right. It's It's yeah. weird um obsidian up on their website has a countdown to uh a special message this is just obsidian.net um it expires in five days and 21 hours from the time of this recording uh which is the game awards (laughs) sure so they're probably going to announce a new game at the game awards cool i'm in i love obsidian hey cool sure and and uh microsoft owns them now so they're gonna have that money that's true. Uh, continuing on, uh, this you know news of the news of the week. Professor Layton Two is coming to iOS and Android <laughs> in Japan at the moment, but you know we'll get it there sooner or later because they all make it over here eventually, and that's fantastic. The best DS franchise is they're continuing to bring those on phones. That's great. That first game was seven bucks over the the Black Friday weekend. I almost bought it again because that's super cheap. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's great. Public service announcement. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, uh, okay. Minecraft story mode is on Netflix. We knew this was coming. We knew this is what their like skeleton crew at Telltale was still working on. Um, this had been announced such a long time ago that net, they were going to try and bring Telltale games to Netflix. They have now gone live. Um, episodes one uh two and i believe three i don't remember seeing three but i remember seeing the first two they're there so they're basically free if you have netflix uh they're bringing the other other two episodes uh next week i loaded it up it works they they do a quick little intro about like this is how you're gonna play one of these games you just tap the screen i'm assuming if you're doing this on a computer you could use your mouse i'm assuming on a tv you could maybe use the remote sure but uh, anyways, you can just play Minecraft story mode through Netflix. And that's a weird that's a weird thing. That's yeah. So that's kind of cool. With this on Netflix. People streaming it. Are they streaming like a copyrighted Ooh, TV show I, now? Or I see game? what you're talking about. Yeah, that's going to have HDCP. Right. That's weird. There's a weird gray you probably, area. Probably because you can't stream Netflix, right? No, you can't. Well, you can get yeah. around. You, you can get around it, but like you would get in major yeah. trouble. Yeah, it's probably the exact same way. Because even when you like search for this, like they don't have a, a new like umbrella for video games in Netflix. It yeah. just shows up like TV shows and movies, and then this will be in there. It's this weird gray area where I could see somebody making the argument that it's okay or trying to, and then getting fucked. <laughs> 
I don't know. It'd be interesting to see anyway. Yeah. I mean, it is the first thing to do this. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of other games that could even probably get away with this. Like maybe the Life is Strange games. Sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, I just that's a weird thing that you can do now. Totally. <clears throat> uh, that PlayStation Classic is a it's almost out, right? It's not out yet. Uh, in December. I, yeah, somewhere in December, I think. Some early December. Yeah. Um, it has been found out that uh, a good chunk of those games are the PAL versions, so they run slow. Weird. Okay. Including the fighting game for some reason. Great. Tekken 3 is one of the ones. Yeah. Oh. So this game, this game, um, PlayStation Classic comes with 20 games, I believe. Yes. All right. Nine of them are the PAL versions. So you get so almost half the games are will run slow from what you remember. Because they're running at like 50 hertz as a, as uh, as opposed to 60 hertz. Those nine are Battle Arena Toshinden, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Grand Theft Auto, Jump, Jump and Flash, Odd World, Abe's Odyssey, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Tekken 3, and Rainbow Six. Tekken so Resident 3, Evil. Dude. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so this is weird. Some, this is some such people, a weird... I know some people were speculating this was because of like maybe language compatibility or something. Apparently, even some of these versions are not the language pack ones. Like straight up, these are just English only... 50 hertz games for some reason hmm. I, yeah i can't think of why this would this would have happened like was there a weird licensing issue more, with the north american version more than likely that's probably it hmm. I, I don't know yeah that's i don't know weird. everything i hear about the playstation classic it sounds like a huge bummer yeah <laughs> I don't I, like I know Peter Brown at a at GameSpot, his article straight up or his review straight up is says like prepare to be disappointed. Mm, is like the, the tagline of it. Are you getting one of these, John? I've been debating it because of things like this. Yeah. So I don't know. You specifically probably have have all these games and have the system hooked up. I actually don't have all these games. Oh, okay. But I do have the system hooked up. You are correct. I, yeah. I have a PS2 anyways, so. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. I don't know. What, what reason would you get this? Niche factor. Yeah. Say I have it. Because it, it's probably going to be like the, uh, the Ness and Ness Classic where they were just a pain in the ass to find and then they like sold for like triple their price online. But those are super easy to find now. Now they are. It just took two years. Sure, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. How much is it up there for you guys? It's probably like 130. 130. Yeah. 130. It's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow though. That's the Yeah. Thing. It's a rough one. I'm definitely not getting this. I also don't have the nostalgia factor for this one. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Th th these were not the, uh, PlayStation games that I was playing. Where's Tony Hawk one? How is, how is that M not on music there? licensing issues? No, I totally get it. Yeah. But like, it's a PlayStation One. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. But at least they have Rainbow Six, right? <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> they sure do. Non-analog stick Rainbow Six. Amazing. Anyway, yeah, that's almost coming out. Uh, and Japan is getting a weird giant amiibo box. 
John, you're gonna try and get one of these as a, an amiibo collector. Wait, wait, what? So for Smash, Japan is putting out a box of amiibos that has 63 of them. <laughs> what? I have not um, seen this. Which is apparently almost the entire roster. I forget how many. It, it's Pokemon it's missing are. the new ones is by the looks of it. It looks like it's just no, PD Piranha's there, bottom right. You're right, actually. Oh, never mind. Then I'm wrong. Maybe just some of the characters in Smash don't have an amiibo. Oh, it's probably the ones that aren't out yet, like Ice Climbers and uh, Incineroar is probably d- no. Ice Climbers is in there. I can see it. Second row, just underneath Kirby. Where's Wee Fit Trainer? I can't see her. She is right beside Rosalina. Is she third column near the bottom yep. beside okay. Mega Man? Yep. This set will be limited to fifty. Man, I'm good at this. Say another character. I'll spot him immediately. Fifty units. There's only fifty of these they're selling. Yeah, so are you going to get one? No. Niche factor. Come on, dude. You said it yourself. <laughs> I could probably just get the cardboard box ordered. I already have all the other things. You probably already have a cardboard box. You could paint it. You're right. I could. You could make your own and be like, this is this is John's Amiibo box. <laughs> and there's only one. <clears throat> Special edition. edition. Uh... Is this getting anything else? Like, are, are any of these new? Like, what are you missing out by not having this? I mean, Ridley, K. Rule, <clears throat> Splatoon. But those will come out eventually, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like there's anything exclusive to this thing. No. The cardboard. Why? Yeah, why would anyone want this? Because they don't have them. It's literally yeah. for people who don't have them. To play catch up with. But only 50 people. Which is a little odd, them. yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is just repurposed Labo cardboard and they just need to get it out there? <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, you can, that's on Amazon Japan. Um, it's not available yet, but I'm sure it'll sell out immediately. Yep. And then this article links me to Amazon Japan, but not the page listing. Great. Maybe it doesn't have a page listing yet. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for nope, news. You skip PS Plus. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad. Especially because it has Plus. a game that I'm actually looking forward to playing for free. Onrush, right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Oh, I thought you were going to say Soma. <laughs> I've played Soma. Oh, okay. Onrush is great. Onrush and Soma are two of the games. Then it's Iconoclasts and Papers, Please. Yep. Uh, sounds like maybe some Warframe stuff as well. I don't know. Yes. That version of the game doesn't play with the other ones, so why would you play that version? Yeah. Um, anyways, Onrush is great. You should play that. Uh, free is a very good price oh, for Onrush. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Onrush has been on... I think it's on Game... It's pretty sure it's on Games with Gold. Or uh, a Game Pass, I mean. See, it should just be one thing. It should be. Anyway. Yep. Uh, Onrush is good. That's a good game. Yep. All right, now news is done. Uh, let's do some questions. Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box are all great ways to send questions in. I will read this first one from Micaiah. Uh, he has two or she has two. They have two. One. Do you think there's a chance that Sony and or Microsoft will try and make their own version of the switch? If so, would you get it? If you are, is it for work or because you actually trust it to be a good system? Oh, yeah. Sony's definitely going to do it. 
See, I was going to say Sony's not going to do it. They've tried twice now and it does not work. Mm. I don't know, but Nintendo's proved that it can work, so I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I, I still don't think Sony would try it again, like a third time. That, that's my opinion. Uh, and I think Microsoft is busy playing catch up to the PS4. I don't think they would do it. Yeah. yeah. But they said they're also Not working on two yet. different Xbox SKUs, so I'm also wondering what the hell those are going to be. Yeah. Hi, I think I think Sony could try it. Honestly, I could see it. Well, the Vita is so similar to the Switch, except for the part where it can like plug in, and no one bought a Switch a Vita here. Yeah, that's true. Here, yeah, yeah. But everyone's buying a Switch. Yeah, I don't know. But you guys don't think uh, Microsoft would do it like a- anytime ever? I don't think so. No. If anything, I could see Microsoft like selling the rights for a third party to do something with their like OS on it or something. But or I'd... combining it with like a Surface or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they would just make one though. No. That's a good point. Microsoft is definitely focusing on their like streaming efforts with the PC. Yeah. Uh, so I think, and and you know Sony is too. So I think instead of come. This is what's probably going to happen. Instead of coming up with their own version of the Switch, they're just going to get their games working on an iPad through a streaming system like uh, like the Steam Link sure. for Android devices. And then you can like you Bluetooth a one of the Bluetooth controllers, which is the PS4 and the Xbox One, to your iPad. You're playing it there wherever you go. Sure. I think that's more likely. Yep. Agreed. There you go. He's hungry and no one's available to feed him. So, oh, I think Sean's muted. Okay, for a second I thought Bagel <laughs> yeah. had muted something, and I got real oh, concerned. I thought I thought I disconnected for a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, sorry. Second question: uh, What company out there uh, who isn't currently making gaming consoles would you trust to make a gaming console? For the sake of argument, let's say that smartphone tablet manufacturers aren't making gaming consoles and the company doesn't even need to be involved in gaming, just tech mechanics, a Tesla game system, anyone. <laughs> so I think he's basically saying is don't consider your phone a gaming console. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so you could still you could say Apple could get into it and stuff like that. Oh, I, I hear I, I feel like there's always rumors of Google and Apple making a console like yeah. that you would trust to make a gaming console. Yeah, I mean, Google, Apple, any company willing to spend a whole bunch of money and probably just toss it away f- for nothing. But it doesn't matter. I would probably trust to do it because they have the resources. Um, I think they'd have to be pretty big to get into it seriously. Yeah, if they're not super big. I feel like they would just end up putting out like an Ouya. Totally. Yeah. Or the Intellivision Amico. Yeah. Whatever that thing ends up being. Um, so I think like Apple's the easy answer. Yeah. I don't think they'd do it. No. But I mean, I like their phones, so I would trust them to do a console. Sure. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Amazon tried kind of with the fire. Google. Yeah, I mean that they they put some uh, some once again Telltale games on it, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't Firewatch also come to that thing? Yeah, and then like they, they bought Double Helix. I don't know what they even bothered putting out after that. Mm. Yeah, they they're definitely putting out. I think they're putting out games because they have like a game studio inside of 
Amazon. Amazon. They had they have a um uh a game uh engine. Uh what is it called? It's like a something about building and and wood. Oh, I, they always have a huge booth at like GDC. What is the Amazon engine for games? Lumberyard. That's what it's called. Oh, mm. wow. Okay, you weren't kidding. Yep. No, like I said, like at GDC at least, they have a huge booth because it's for it's a, it's for people to build games on. Um, sure. So I, I could see Amazon doing it. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I'll take the next one from Jason, I guess. Which company, Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft, would stand to have the most to gain slash least to lose by going completely going to a completely digital game retail model and the natural inverse, which one would have the least to gain slash most to lose? Uh, most to gain or least to lose from going completely digital. I think that one would be Microsoft because they already have the PC connection. Oh, yeah, sure. I wasn't even thinking the PC connection way, but yeah, you're right. Totally. Yeah. Well, because I mean, with Game Pass and all of their first yep. parties going on both, like they're already kind of doing that. They're already kind of building And apparently into it. they're putting out a discless console next year. Yep. So like, yeah, exactly. I think the one that would would lose the most um, is Nintendo just because it'd be harder for like parents to like buy presents for their kids. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Yep. They'll, they'll all lose something from losing like retail space. But at the end of the day. Yeah. I think yeah. Microsoft. I mean, they might they might lose something, but they might also gain something because they no longer need to give GameStop a you know a cut, and they they no longer need to do like packaging costs and shipping costs. Yeah. So I'm sure they're getting to a part where it, this is better for us if we stick with digital. Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, John, are you no. able to do no, this I one? Can't. All right. Then I will do this one from Lady I might have disappear in a minute or two based on how rowdy he's getting. <laughs> Ow, yep. If you could cast one magical spell, regardless of series, which spell would you take uh, for general everyday usefulness? Also, as an, as an optional bonus, a spell you'd use as a party trick and a third spell that you'd want just because. <sighs> I would want to teleport of some sort. I would want to fly. I feel like this is just like, what do you want your superpower to be? Yeah, it kind of is. I'm trying to think of like yeah. a game version of what I want, though. Oh, could I just have I mean, the portal teleport? gun? I'd be fine with that. Sure. Wouldn't you rather just be able to like teleport and you not have to carry on the gun? Because I mean, there's, yeah, there's I, teleportation in games. Yeah. And I guess it kind of doesn't count because it's a magical spell anyway that we're saying. Not an item. I mean, well, I mean, you could be like infusing a gun with magic <laughs> with this spell. <laughs> yeah, that's know. true. I feel like this second part and third part are more interesting because they're not just what superpower do you want? So what's a spell you'd want as a party trick? As a party trick. like Which, to be fair, flying and teleporting would be a very good party trick. But I'm trying to think like, you know, be a little more creative. Uh, How about I think anything with fire would probably do pretty good at a party. So, regardless of series, does it have to be a video game thing? Like, specifically? Because it sounds like when that's, when that's used, like, regardless of what series it's from, it sounds like it has to be a video game thing, right? Or does it not? I, I don't... 
Maybe. I don't know. It, wh- why? Do you have one that you want to say, but you can't because it's not in a video game? Well, I mean, it's kind of half and half. It's a tabletop, like from D&D, Prestidigitation. Whatever, just what, the, what spell do you want to use the party, party spell. So that's probably what I would use. It's the... What is the party it's spell? It's just like is? a trick. Prestidigitation, it's just like a trick you can do. It's like snuffing out a candle by like snapping your fingers or making a loud whoosh sound or just like stuff that you could use to like intimidate people or like make them laugh or just like little jokes or whatever you could do it's just like so it's not a specific spell it's not like an illusion it's like a step down from an illusion <laughs> basically okay it's all right it's almost like sleight of hand or something like a magician would do only instead of like moving cards around like magicians do you would actually just like change the number on a card like stuff like that like party tricks okay so that's probably so if you're like whoa that was magic you would just be like actually yeah it was yep yep it, it was there was no sleight of hand yep and i all right and then a third spell you'd want just because yeah dramatic magic is the best way to put that for sure and um just because (sighs) trying to think of something fun but going invisible yeah probably like that would even be my answer for the first one too probably because like that's good too going invisible or teleporting slash flying i think are like key telekinesis would also be very cool telekinesis would hmm I'm wondering. See, actually, that, see, that's always my answer for the first one because I feel like I can just get flying if I say telekinesis because I just yeah. move myself. Yeah, no, for sure. And I don't think I would need to teleport as much even if I could just bring things to me <laughs> using my mind. Sure. <laughs> I think about that. Yeah, I think about telekinesis would be cool. Yeah, I'll just like bring my drink over here. Yeah. But that's like, I'd probably get like super fat because I'd probably stop <laughs> doing like anything. Sure. And maybe I don't want telekinesis. Like maybe this is the weird like Twilight Zone esque like twist on telekinesis sure yeah 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 or it's like an evil genie and it's like well i'll give you telekinesis but you have to use your mind for everything and you can't use your body anymore and then you just slowly rot yeah the monkey paw yeah man all right you want this next one yeah raster man says what Yu-Gi-Oh card do you see yourself as meaning if you were portrayed as one would it be a spell trap monster fusion etc what it would what would it do I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh, so I have no idea. I know the memes, but like, I actually just don't okay. know. Like, I I can assume what a spell, a trap, and a monster card are. I don't know what the fuck a fusion would be. Like, that was after I stopped playing. I'm assuming cards turn into each other now. John, do you in some? Do you know Yu-Gi-Oh, John? I haven't Yu-Gi-Oh in ages. Why? Okay. What's up? What Yu-Gi-Oh card do you see yourself as? Mean if you were portrayed as one? Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh'd. Um, <laughs> you if you were per- magician girl. Uh, if you were portrayed as one, would it be a spell, a trap, monster fusion, and what would it do? What a question. Uh, I don't know Yu-Gi-Oh at all, so I'm trying to think of like a. Th- I'd probably be a monster. Can I be a field card? Do they have field? They have field cards, right? Oh, what is that one? Grassy that, Plains. What is that one that Joey used to have? Like the irritated elf or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I used to watch the show, so I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too, but that was like over a decade ago. Irritated elf sounds exactly like what I am, so that I want that. 
Can I be a can I be a dungeon dice monster instead? And I want to be the one that looks like an L. I don't know. <laughs> that was a weird like three episodes of that show. So like someone says obnoxious Celtic Guardian that's is the that one the name? obnoxious Celtic Guardian. That's me. OK, that's pretty good. I'll take it uh, I, again. I'm I'm going to be a, a field card. I don't remember if that's a thing. People said fusions were in the beginning, so I have no idea what I am. You're thinking like about. synchro summons and stuff like that. All the stuff that involved a motorcycle. Right. Yu-Gi-Oh is weird, man. Yeah. I don't understand any of this, so I would be a monster. <laughs> card. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can be you can be blue eyes, white dragon. Great. There you go. All I have to do is pay ten dollars a month to the patreon.com slash chop down perspective. <laughs> <laughs> uh yep, that's that's it. And, and then, then you could be on one our, too. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. Exactly. Paul, or not Paul, John, do you want this one from Dead and Sky? Oh wow, I missed a couple. Okay. Dead and Sky says, with the ten year mark of the podcast <laughs> approaching and you guys starting the podcast at the beginning of twenty ten. Would you guys consider doing a top 25 games of the decade list at the end of next year? Ugh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to. <laughs> I kind of don't either, honestly. That just seems like a lot of thinking. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're, we're not thing would be like, here take, on top e- take each of our top 10 games, like the, the number one. Sure. Yeah. And that would have to be on the list. I just don't know if I could come up with another 15. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be long. Let's say maybe. Let's put a pin in that. Disney <laughs> 20 says ghost stamps. Do people actually care about the CFL? Yeah. Ghost stamps. They won. They're called Canadians. They're called yeah. Canadian football fans. Did you guys watch the big game? Nope. Yeah, no, I don't care about the CFL. But <laughs> okay, I'm happy Calgary won, but like Calgary's yep. one of the better teams usually, and also there's only like seven teams. Oh, so you just expect it? You're just like, yeah. whatever. We, yeah, basically, when bag. I heard the Grey Cup was last weekend, I was like, <laughs> is Calgary in it? Ah, cool. All right, at least we got yeah. one good sports team. Yeah. Swish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. VGC Kenny says, with Smash Ultimate coming out, would you want to see Ultimate versions of other games like Mario Kart Ultimate with every race or, or, and track or Mario Party Ultimate with everything? I'd need more examples, but I can't think of anything that would work well exactly. You more or less already said two games that already exist. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is pretty much Mario Kart 8 Ultimate or Mario Kart Ultimate. And Mario Party Top 100 oh, wait, it was It only has Mario that. Kart 8 tracks, right? Well, I mean, they added more tracks, though. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, there were all the DLC ones. Ooh, that's your team. Well, no, because yeah, because it has all the DLC ones. But wouldn't the idea of ultimate be all the tracks from I forever? guess, but that's also 24 tracks from the older games already. I'm, I see. Hey, I see where Smash you're coming Bros. from. Ultimate has arguably too much stuff in it. So. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, <laughs> maybe, that would be awesome. Maybe. Mario Kart Ultimate. More battle modes I, would be great. Battle modes. And I maps. would love it. Mario Kart Ultimate would be cool, especially if they kept the cups so that they were still like kind of sectioned off and you could play each cup. Then you could like make playlists. Can you do that yet? Probably not because there's not enough tracks. But that would be cool if you could make your own like four track playlist. That'd be cool. 
I could not care less about a Mario Party Ultimate mm. Edition. I'd be down for that. Pokemon Ultimate, you can go to all the regions. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing they need to do. They only did that in one game, and that was Gen 2, where you could go back to a different region, and that was awesome, and that's why Gen 2 is the best. <laughs> I feel like they'll never do that unless it's the last Pokemon game. They oh, are. yeah, no, that's the way they make all the money and kill the series, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What other what other ones? I'm just trying to think about like I don't I don't think I would want like a Zelda ultimate. I don't think that would work. No. Or if it did like the mechanics Madden and like ultimate, how much they'd have to figure out. Every version of every team is in the game. That's true. Yeah, we can think definitely outside of Nintendo for sure. Yeah. Because back in the day, I remember Mortal Kombat Anthology coming out, which had every fighter and then like the boss fighters. And that was a hot mess, but it was fun. I really yeah. liked that. <laughs> and was it Mortal Kombat Armageddon where they've put literally every character in the game? Yeah. So like, I, I think this works well for fighting games specifically, which is why it doesn't like it makes sense that Smash is getting one where they just like keep adding shit to it. Final Fantasy Ultimate. <laughs> oh, man. Street Fighter yeah. Ultimate. Yeah. That could work. Fighting, I think fighting games, fighting games probably work works the easiest. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's especially because we're basing this off a of fighting game. Yeah. I would love like an F-Zero Ultimate to just bring all the tracks together and like a new thing. I think would I would just really like cool. a new F-Zero. That, well, yeah, sure. I guess baby steps. <laughs> Sure, yeah. New F-Zero before that, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think John has this one from Kimberly. Uh, would you guys be open to having the YouTube videos captioned? It's becoming more and more common, and I would be happy to help out. I'm getting out of grad school in May, so I'll have tons of time with not much to do. Kimberly, that is a lot of work. <laughs> Too much work, in fact. Yeah, sp spend your free time doing something fun, not captioning YouTube videos. Uh, but thank you for the offer. That's yes. very sweet. But yeah, no, do something fun with your free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boko writes in, with award season coming up, I've been reminded of one thing that really bugs me with a lot of award shows. I feel like art, games, movies, music, and what have you, that has come out much closer to the date of the show generally have a high, a much higher chance of being selected due to them being more recent in the voters mind. Do you think this gives them an unfair advantage? How would you fix it? Mm. This is, this is literally trying to do this. That's why all the, like the Oscar uh, movies come out in the fall. The, you know, yeah. big games come out in the fall also part because they want the holiday sales, but they definitely do this on purpose. Um, I don't know if it's unfair. Uh, you can put out your game whenever you want, but when you know the big games are going to be there, you're probably just going to get overshadowed. Yeah. So the only way to really just shouldn't. The only way to really fix it is to have more award shows, which is not a good solution. Yeah, it goes the other right. way well, too. We had someone where if you put your thing out near the end of the year, or whatever, you can even if you have a decent game and it's not as good as this other game you just screwed yourself because like now 
is almost a disadvantage in a lot of ways too. It's going to get overshadowed yeah, like I for was sure. like I was saying, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this ha- this happens with big games too. Remember when Titanfall 2 came out between like yeah. Call of Duty and Battlefield? Like the week in between those two and it was just like, "Oh god." Like Yeah. Th- yeah. I mean, it, sure, maybe it's like, you know, the the indie game can't ever come out in the fall and it's like, "Well, you can. You're just like risking a whole bunch." Maybe you should just find like a week where nothing's coming out and then you can have that week. Uh, that's just kind of the 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 nature of it, too. And then I guess this kind of also goes hand in hand with the question we had last week of like, you know, games that are super late coming out don't get much attention during like Game of the Year awards because a lot of those happen during December. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it's like, well, then why don't you just do like Game of the Year like halfway through the next year or whatever? And it's like, well, then there people are playing the next year's games like. Yeah. I mean, that's, you the do way it at you, some point. that's the way you fix it, though, is that you do it so late that everybody's had enough time that and like at that point they people don't right. care. <laughs> and I and I mentioned like that the uh, the Oscars, they do it in, in February so they can get all those all those movies in. Um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you know, movies do still come out, so they got to start thinking about the next year already. So that gets hard. But the other side of that is. Like, let's say we did game of the year in February. That's even further away from last January. So it's making the January games even harder. Yeah. Just because we were trying to get the December games in. Like, there's not going to ever be a solution. Even if we did it halfway through, it's going to it's going to get hard at some point. It's going to get easier for some things. I mean, it's a circle. How do you you can't, you can't just like collect everything? Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh. Last question, Dragonfire wrote in and said, if you could change the pronunciation of one word, what would it be and how would you say it? Um, maybe I would make you, maybe one would be spelt with like a W at the front. You mean like W-O-N? Yeah, like Yeah, one. like the number. Or like once would be spelt with a W at the end. English has some just some stupid rules. I'd probably just try and fix some of them. Yeah. Why do we have the K in front of night? Like, why? For like, you know, there we go. I changed night to knight. Perfect. Done. That's a good one. Or change, exactly. Exactly. Like fixing some of these weird. Like, why do why? What are these here for? I'm sure there's a weird reason. I'm going to piggyback and say I would change knife to knife. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I'm going to change spork to knife just to screw yep. it up again. Okay. You're ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> just make the, make the things even harder. Harder. Why do we even uh, need ar- 26 letters? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's go down to 24. It'd be perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jay Linebeck, very, very good. Bring it out full circle. Very good. Yeah. 24 truther. 24 truther. Oh, my God. That's what I've been saying, man. Yeah. All right. Um, game of the week. Uh, oh. All right. I don't even remember what I said I played. Uh, <laughs> Bomberman 64? I'm going to give it to Payday, too. I can't say Resident Evil GameCube <laughs> or Game Boy. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, I'm going to give it to Astrobot. Cool. Uh, also, just uh, I didn't. I forgot to say this in, in the correct order uh if you want to send in a question for next week it is top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the facebook group the discord channel and john's p.o box 
Uh, things to keep in mind. Right after this, we are recording our The Quiet Man episode of TDP Plus. Oh and boy. I don't think there's been an episode of TDP Plus I have been more excited about oh recording. Oh, God. Um, so if you are a patron subscriber, definitely get ready for that. If you're not, maybe you should become one because this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> and uh, today our December whole finished we for all of december we will be playing through rogue legacy and then talking about that near the end of the month uh so that's exciting i know i've been wanting to play rogue legacy for a while uh yes anyways that'll do it for the show we'll be back next week thank you everybody goodbye everybody